podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another episode of This Week in Cricket from Slogging It. As always, uh, Jono Gordon here, uh, your host, alongside my two wonderful co-hosts, Simon Roberts and Eugene Berger. How are you, Eugene? Come to you first this week. I am very well, thank you, Jono. I am freezing, I'm sure, like half of the country at the moment. It feels like winter is back. Yes, yes, it does. Uh, yes, uh, and uh, what is it? Winter is coming, they used to say in Game of Thrones, didn't they? Uh, Robbo, how are you doing, Chief? Uh, I am I am cold as well. I played today in the sleet, which was um, <laughs> lovely. Any any catches? Uh, yes, I caught one. Um, he did. We won't talk about my bowling. Um, I know we will. We will. We'll come on to we'll come on to this weekend in cricket. <laughs> More importantly, how did you do with the bat? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I did not bat. I was next in. <laughs> to be fair, to show the standard. I'll do a little bit to show the review of the, the game today. We needed two to win. Our overseas, who played out of his skin, is 110, 110 not out. This leg spinner bowls a double bouncer. <laughs> his fingers frozen. It's given, a no, it's given a no ball. The batter, then the Aussie, smashes it at extra cover. Catch. Obviously, it can't be out anyway, but we'll gloss over that. He shells it. They run one. If there's anything that summed up cricket in April, that bit. It also snowed today while while uh, Simon was playing. I was going to say, I didn't um, know that there were overseas uh, in the third eleven, but you know. Oh, hey, wowzers, Simon. He's, <laughs> he's, got, he's gone after you. He's gone hard there. Um, also, Simon, today, whilst waiting to bat, whilst waiting to bat um, had a hoodie on. Under his cricket jumper, and was actually at one point going to out to bat. Yeah, it's only because the sun. It's only because the sun came out. I got changed. Absolutely, I don't care. Like, I, it's yes, it is village and it is rubbish. But I mean, I was only going to bat for four balls anyway. We all know that. It's going to be diabolical. Well, well, yeah, possibly. But um, so yeah, anyway, being as I was trying to try and hit every ball to Mars, though. Brilliant. So yeah, so cricket cricket is back. Um, I I played yesterday. Uh, our ones and twos played yesterday. The ones uh, absolutely hammered San Diego. I played in the well, it was twos with three of their top gun first teamers, and we got absolutely fucking. Yeah, there was n- there was no lube applied. No, uh, so they got two hundred and fifty. Uh, I've been looked like we were going to get them out for about one sixty, and then Boulders out for slightly less than fuck all. Um, <laughs> I mean, did you get more importantly? Oh, 10, maybe 12. However, I, the, possibly the best shot of it in 10 years, a glorious straight drive. Lovely. Simon they tried to, do this, tried to do the same thing three balls later and yeah, lost his lost pole. <laughs> yeah, so uh, anyway, uh, enough of that. Um, so, um, yeah, we start our league cricket next week. Uh, obviously, no doubt there will be many of you listening to this uh, who felt our pain during the weekend playing uh, out in just what have been horrifically cold, windy, wet, uh, miserable did, conditions. Did you play? You played today, huge, didn't I you? I did, I did. LMS. Bit of LMS. Bit of LMS, yeah. Uh, we scored 240 off 17 overs. Um, we retired. <laughs> <laughs> we retired at 30 so that we could each get a bat. Hang on. Oh, sorry. We I mean, how many people first. retired? <laughs> Six of us retired <laughs> and then came oh, into bat again. One of, the fifth, one of the 30s came off seven balls. 
Oh my god, who was that? Well, I know him. Uh, yeah, it was uh, Nelly. I, I, I retired off nine Nelly. balls. <laughs> you retired after nine balls? Yeah. For 30? Yeah. Who are you playing against? <laughs> Nobody that we need to talk about anyway, but that's LMS yeah, exactly. for you. No, I, well, I think we do. <laughs> Hang on, <laughs> you've got to ask what we bowled them out for now. <laughs> no, we don't. How, all right, how, how many did you win by? Uh, 188. Oh. I mean, good game, that, good, game. Full, good game, good game, good game. That is a full dickie, yeah. if there's any yeah. doubts. We, we have covered that off. So good luck to everybody. Uh, well done for those who were tough enough to brave it this weekend. Uh, obviously, there'll be a lot of leagues, Midlands and North, that will start next weekend because uh, it's colder than the South. And so let's let's start our leagues earlier. That seems sensible. It's a bigger league, so we have to start yeah. earlier. Yeah, exactly. Ridiculous. Um, but there has been other cricket going on. Uh, we will come on to the county championship shortly. Um, however, um, Pakistan, South Africa. So we a couple of bits to talk through here. Second one day, a Fakir Zaman um, smashed 190. What an innings, by the way. Yeah. Great, great what an innings. Great knock. I mean, I thought genuinely there's a fair chance he's going to do it. Um, but then something happened. Now, this is going to be an argument. <laughs> we know this because we've had an argument about it off air already. So he's trying to run the second to try and retain strike. The ball's gone out to long on. Aidan Markram's picked it up. He's wanged it. Old knobhead de cockface behind the stumps has tried to put Fakazaman off by pointing. He didn't try. He didn't try. All right, he did put him off by pointing, <laughs> right? Uh, and then, obviously, it was a direct hit, but he had, based on de Kock's thing, um, decided to slow down and looked actively to see it the non-strike thing because he thought he might, might get run out, which would have had him nine down. You two are both going, oh, yeah, it's really funny. Um, there is a law against it. He should have been given that out. I know Fakir man came out afterwards and said it's not Quinton de Kock's fault, but it is. It, a lot, he's going, yeah, I should have... If, who knows? Who, who knows if it's if he's saying it's not Quinton de Kock's fault? He's the only person that knows if he responded to Quinton de Kock's gesturing. He's trying to save face and not, say, he's, "Well, wait." If he's trying to save face for the fact he can't, he hasn't got the basics of how to run in cricket, then he 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 deserves that because the first thing you get told is you run your runs hard. Yeah, and you don't you've ball. Always, you've, you've always done that, right? I'm not playing international cricket, probably right. because. Doesn't matter. Probably because I, probably because I didn't run my runs hard and I didn't make your runs. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Do you know what? Yeah. That is the only reason. I see both sides of your guys' arguments. Uh, I, I, honestly, I do. However, I think it was the funniest thing of of, of all of last it weekend. It's funny. It is funny. Uh, you know, and he's been he's proper stuffed him. Like Kumar Sangakara did it to one of the Indian lads who got really angry about it. Johnny Bairstow did it to someone. Steve and it, Smith. Yeah. Steve, Steve Smith. Smith. And it's funny. But it's kind of funny when it doesn't result in, you know, so, something that I, I, I think that's foul play. That's just my opinion. I'm obviously uh, a more stand-up bloke than you two. And not many people have ever said that. Um, but, you know, I, I, I'm part, part of me says there and goes, if you're at that stage, he's the one that's going to win in the game. Yeah. And, and the cock he... knows that. And so he tries to Everyone play. knew that. I mean, you, you didn't have to be massive on cricket to know that a bloke that's on 197 when they're chasing 202 and everyone else has got none. Like, I mean, he's going to be responsible for the, that. Obviously, it wasn't what they were chasing. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit like, he, he, you've got a responsibility there as the striking 
as the batter to make sure you do the basics correctly. What did you think of Shamsi's uh, uh, statement that he said that uh, the cock was not actually pointing and trying to off-put Fakas Zaman, and that he was actually talking about making sure that there was somebody backing up at the bowler's end? Because obviously he's wanged it yeah, into Sh- your point. Sh- Shamsi is a fat lad who's, uh, who's looking to be playing international <laughs> cricket, in my view. Trying to, trying to, um, so been taking aim at different people again today. Yeah, I mean, we all still have to some guests for this podcast in a few years, John. Hopefully, and well, I'm not bothered about having Shamsi on because that's garbage. (laughs) All right. More importantly, the third test. So not the third test. The third one day. What do you guys think about South Africa? Half of the squad disappearing to go and play in the IPL. I have to be neutral on this, so I'm asking you two for your opinions. No, you don't have to be. It's very. I think it's very difficult when um, for South Africa when obviously. Their rules are their rules surrounding IPL and franchise cricket. They've obviously said to the lads, right, you can go. Um, but then, obviously, because Pakistani cricketers can't go to India and play cricket because of political reasons, they're full strength. And basically, South Af- Cricket South Africa have had to, you know, um, the, you know, had to, had, to, had, to, had to rope in a couple of people from the Dog, duck, and warthog, or whatever the local pub's called over there, because you know people like Sir Pamela. I mean, that sounds people. a great move. Exactly. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Uh, but and yeah, three animals, I, love... I would love to see in the same room. <laughs> I mean, I can't even imagine how that—that'd make the Lion King an absolute belter of a film. <laughs> the uh, yeah, I just I, I, they run a bit of a hide into nothing. Zaman got another hundred, uh, batted really well, threw it away, arguably. Uh, but yeah, Pakistan just absolutely battered him, and I believe a one 0 up now in the T Twenty series. Yeah, the- I didn't even know that game happened yesterday. With the IPL that's kicked yeah. off, I've been more interested in that, if I'm really honest. Um, which has been really good. Here's another thing: What's Harbhajan Singh doing playing in the IPL at forty years old? Same as Imran Tahir. He's older than Imran Tahir. No, he's not. Imran Tahir is older than no. he is. I think Imran Tahir was forty the last two years. Same as Brad Hogg, uh, not Brad Hogg. Hodge. Uh, yeah, Brad was doing in the. That left arm, do you Yeah, Brad Hodge. I thought, I, my thoughts on the South Africa thing were, um, I started off going, why did they bother? Why did they bother picking these lads in the first place? But then I sat back and went, hang on a minute. Now, if you're, if you're the South African cricket fans, that for me, they are very much, a, the, the, the cricket board, and we all know that there's, uh, what's the nicest issues. way? Issues. Issues with South African cricket and their selection policies and everything that they have to go through in order to, to get a side out. Um, so if they don't pick Quinton de Kock, all the lads that that are going to the IPL, people always sat there going, well, you're not picking your best side. But now, that so they pick the best sides for the games. And, and it, going moving on, sorry, if they don't allow them to go to the IPL for that first thing, we all know that a lot of South African cricketers will just go, fuck off then, I'll, I won't bother playing South Africa I'll go and do whatever I want to do around the world and, and do all that. So they're on a bit of a hide into nothing, really, the, the board are. Um, but it's just a bit sad for me that, that that obviously Pakistan aren't involved in the IPL, which I think is sad. I think they've got a lot of very good players that contribute positive. I think someone like Barbara Zam in the IPL will be, oh, a be friend. amazing, yeah. Just, yeah. But, but then it, it, them organising this fixture at this time, I don't know. I, it's strange, isn't it? it, it they run, the South African board run hard into nothing, I feel, with with some of their history. and, this, and These fixtures were arranged off the back of the Australians cancelling, was it not? Because remember, South Africa was in Pakistan. 
when those got cancelled. And I think they'd arranged um, off the back of that tour for Pakistan to come and tour because I think um, straight after the T20 series, they go to Zimbabwe um, to tour with uh, to Pakistan to tour Zimbabwe. So I think this was just a bit of a gap filler to, to help one South Africa. Which is, which is very good of Pakistan to do that. I mean, you think about it. I mean, obviously, it's not a them it's a bit it's it's more time away for their players more time in bubble life more time with all that so it's good of those guys to say yeah okay we'll tag on an extra five six however many weeks they've done on south africa yeah. on top of this tour we've got to zimbabwe because we, we know from talking to people in the interviews that we've done that, that this bubble life isn't easy so it'd be interesting to see what side pakistan put out against zimbabwe yeah agreed um i can't see it being the full, full straight side that they've had in yeah yeah Africa, but well, we don't know, do we? I suppose we'll, we'll wait it's and see. Good way to get your stats up, isn't it? Um, <laughs> well, Fakas around might all of a sudden be averaging nine hundred twenty. Yeah, so there, so there we are. I think other than that, there's not much international uh, cricket otherwise. Some women's cricket, aren't there? I think Australia women ba- uh, beat New Zealand, uh, New Zealand women. Um, that was everyone thought that was going to be quite a competitive series, but I think Australia have absolutely hummed them. Well, New Zealand, we're 1-0 up after two. Well, they've come back to see them. If it was a five-match series, they may have won 3-1. We should talk, however, about counter cricket. Mm. Um, Yes. A lot lot of draws, considering the uh, the pitches that you would have expected to see uh, in the first round of Matches, uh, right, uh, and uh, County Ground, Northamptonshire, uh, there were match drawn between Kent and Northants. Uh, Worcestershire, massive comeback, uh, having been, I think, 50-odd for four, maybe 50 for three, uh, in response to Essex's 490 for nine declared, but Jake Libby, ex-Notts player, got 180, and Ed Barnard got his maiden first-class century, so congratulations to Ed and Worcestershire. Uh, our good friend Joe Leach uh, from the of the podcast is obviously their captain. Uh, that ended in a draw. Lancashire Sussex a draw. Length four oh seven all out. Sussex three oh one all out. One hundred and three two. Um, Quick question. Middlesex. Why did why yeah. did why did Sussex bat again there? Do you? Did, uh, I think they batted first. Did they? I think they bat first. I always wonder because yeah. when you look at it, when you're reading it, and you know, we see the two scores. I was just wondering, maybe. I think that I think they always put it. I'm I'm looking on the BBC. They always put the home side first. I think. They always put the home the side first. Good. So first. you know, we're now becoming an educational podcast too for anybody that's up. We are. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Other right. other score three. cricket score providers are available. Yeah. Other than three uh, waffling morons. Um, Somerset beat Middlesex by four wickets, two hundred eighty-five. I was surprised six. at that. Jeez, yeah, um, yeah, good effort that from Somerset. But they're look historically a good side, aren't they? Strong across all formats. Um, but yeah, Lewis Gregory came in and smashed seventy odd off sixty odd, didn't he? To to, like to win that, him yeah. the game. Did um, you? So yeah, shame. Before you carry on with all the stats, did you see how much? How many people watched all of the different streams across the country? Yeah. Like, Unbelievable. I mean, Middlesex, eh? Somerset had 53,000 views on day, day one. one alone. Yeah, I know. Absolutely bonkers. Yeah. I, I mean, it just shows that there is an appetite for county cricket. Um, you know, and the, the it's not just kind of checking stats. This is people who are actually watching and engaging with the content. Obviously, there's commentary and, and, and what have you, but live streaming of the pictures. Yeah, it's, I, I think it's a phenomenal result for all the guys that yeah. are involved with the different. Counties, uh, I had it on pretty much Canada. Monday to Friday. Well, not Monday to Friday. When did it start? Thursday. Tuesday. Tuesday. I had it on Tuesday to to Friday. I oh, know Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, I thought so. 
So I had it on for the two weekdays, yeah. and then when cricket was happening yeah, on, yeah. 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 But um, yeah, it's good to, good to keep in the background and keep an eye on it. Yeah, so Somerset uh, taking full points there at Lords against Middlesex. Uh, I'm going to leave the next one that I've seen because there is something that we really need to talk about in that game. Uh, Gloucestershire beat Surrey by eight wickets at the Bristol County. What game. a result. Uh, great result for Gloucester. Um, <clears> you know, uh, really, really impressive. Obviously, we had Tom Smith on the podcast a little while back. We've got Jack Taylor, who we're going to record with next week. Uh, which we're excited about, and obviously Benny Howell uh, will be recording with in the future as well. But uh, great work! That See, folks, folks got 130 in that, didn't he? Yeah, uh, Burns got 74 in the second dig, I think. Yeah, folks, um, 130. That's good for him. That's good for the uh, good for his like the England squad and stuff going forward. And you look at that. Think about that New Zealand series where, um, and then I don't think that's in the IPL are going to be. Yeah. And then an unbelievable knock from from Van Buren, who scored a hundred and ten off yeah. ninety eight balls. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. Well, well played. So they've, uh, yeah, they, I mean, a lot more batting friendly, we would say, in the first week. I remember. So obviously, at the Middlesex game, I, I I watched Sam Robson on the first day just absolutely take off. He got one hundred and sixty five first dig of the season. Cheers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not, yeah not the they have it. They have it in eighteen months. To be fair, they have had an eighteen-month preseason because last year was barely a preseason. Well, they're barely. No, a I get season. that, but still, just to, you know, <laughs> on an April wicket outdoors, I think it's a hell of an effort. Any any of the lads who, you know, got got a serious weight of runs in that first game, have got a lot to be proud of. Mm. Um, not true with Durham at Trent Bridge. Um, not a right lot to report there. Um, I think Notts got away with that, didn't they? Yeah, they did a bit. A uh, bit. Yorkshire and Glamorgan drew at Headingley, a day of which was lost to snow. Never mind. It was a foot under. <laughs> it's just bonkers. Did, you, like, did you see that? Uh, did you see the two roots in that game? I just thought I'd quickly throw that in there. Tell us the story, Edge. So when Billy Root scored his um, his hundred, Joe was bowling, and uh, yeah, obviously on the way down when he nudged his single, gave his brother a fist pump. So um, yeah, that was that was a nice touch or, or match fixing, whichever way you want to talk about it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Only enough, Edge. When we were off air talking about this earlier on, Weibo said nice touch. Simon went. Cheats <laughs> in, his, in his grumpy way that only Simon can. Um, so yeah, another draw there. Warwickshire, Derbyshire. Derbyshire will be absolutely over the moon to come out with some points in the first game of the season. Um, uh, someone, someone said um, yesterday or Thursday last week that they think the Derbyshire first eleven would be a mid-table Premier League side. Um, wow, that's you know, a statement. They, that's, a, that's a bit not, strong. Not particularly renowned for being. Um, I mean, Wayne Madsen is one hell of a player. Yes, but one man do not make a. No, I don't know. They've got Billy Godman's a good yeah. player. Lewis Deploy, South Africans, yeah. in there. He scores a lot of runs for them. Funny, funny how you brought up South Africans. Anyway, um, so uh, moving on. The, uh, Spin- the spinners have done all right as well, haven't they? Some spinners have done all right in the kind of championship. The one result that we've yet to mention at uh, the Upton Steel County Ground. Uh, otherwise known as Leicestershire, Grace Road. Um, Leicestershire entertained Hampshire. Hampshire um, just basically dicked it everywhere. For 612 for five declared. Uh, Leicestershire 202 all out and 305 all out. Hampshire won by an innings and five runs. However, there has been something doing the rounds on social media. Uh, the, I forget the keeper's name. But when I... McManus. I, I would, 
when I spoke to Simon about this earlier, obviously I shared this with you two um, off the back of a tweet that I received this morning. And Simon absolutely blew his lid. Uh, I don't think I've ever known him be so angry about something that doesn't directly affect him. But basically what's happened is um, keeper's gone up, trying to go for a, a catch, snagged off behind. Ball is in his right hand, and as he's appealing, that is now above his helmet. Head helmet. Um, the, um, he then realises that he thinks the batsman might be out of his ground, so takes the bales off with his left hand, not containing the ball. Batsman is then given out... I don't know why I'm still sat like this, by the way. Don't <laughs> <laughs> um, put my hands down now. Um Said batsman is then given out, stumped, and not asked to return to the crease by the keeper. Now, obviously, this has been seen and picked up on, and this and the other. It's going absolutely bonkers on social media. That is, is, to me, it's blatant cheating. That is sandpaper gate. That is everything. It's all as bad as each other, I think. That's that's terrible. Um, Eugene, I'll come to you first because I, I just want to continue seeing Simon rock back and forth while he compiles his answers. <laughs> I um, I have to say it had to be explained to me because um, I didn't realise the the impact and on, on first viewing. You know, the first thing I looked at was his back foot. The batsman's back foot never moved at all. So therefore, if he was out of his crease and the ball did happen to be contained in his left glove, then he was out because you know I thought there was the art of deception which is where the right hand was in the air, not necessarily, um, you know, being stumped. I thought that there was a bit of deception in terms of what he was trying to do. So, yeah, but but it was, you know, it's been explained to me now that when you review the footage, um, that the ball was actually contained in his right hand while he took it off with his left hand. So what do you think, Mr. Roberts, those repercussions should be for that keeper? First of all, I've just horribly cramped up midway through. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute agony. <laughs> Um, I thought on first watching, so I, I I read it slightly differently to how John did. It looked for me like he'd gone to catch the ball and then he'd gone to take the bails off with his right hand and he'd missed. And then, so his hand has then gone up in the action of taking the fingers and then as he's gone to appeal, he's hit it with his left hand. So I thought, I didn't realise there was a catch in, uh, part of yeah. it. So, and I'm not normally one to jump to conclusions. So what I thought may have happened is he's gone for a stumping, like that, bang, bang, and then he's pointed with his left hand at the umpire. How's that? And I thought, hang on a minute, has he actually been given out? So I started making my way through the thing. I would, I, it took me a minute to figure out who was batting and whatnot. And, I mean, the worst thing, the, the lad that's batting is one of the nicest blokes in the history of man. Hassan Azad is a lovely, lovely guy. Um, but he's... And I thought, and then, and the video stopped. He didn't get to see him given out. So I thought, right, before I, before I lose my shit, I'm going to find out if it's one of those. Because we've, you've done one of those where you're diving forward for a catch. It goes in, you chuck it up, celebrate it, and then you might go, actually, no, boys, that's not carried. Like, we've, we've, uh, the majority of people who are in cricket who are semi reasonable human beings will, will go, look, no, 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 withdraw the appeal, like, not out. Um, I'd, so I had to go through do some checking, like, was it actually given out? And then you find out it's been given out. And it's just cheating. It's just flat out cheating. When we talk about Quinton the cop trying to deceive the batter, I think there's one thing. The art of deception, but bowlers and fielders try to deceive batters. That's something that always happens. And I think 
It's part of the game. If you're trying to obviously deceive an official, and I know I'll get some bullshit comment about you, you only appeal if you think it's out. Fuck off and die, people who say that. <laughs> like, Open like, that gate, huge. He's coming through. Yep. He, he is. He is blatantly. He knows that's not out. There is no way in hell he doesn't know that that he's not hit the stumps because he wouldn't do it with his left hand otherwise. He wouldn't. And so for me, that is a, that is up there with, never mind trying to gain an advantage through sandpaper, uh, ban him. Ban him for a year, do one. Because there's no spot for that. I mean, I think the umpire, a question also needs to be asked to the umpire, who yeah. was standing in a square leg and fundamentally has one job. But he has, he has clearly tried to deceive the umpire through a blatant act. It's not appealing when you follow when you bow and you think, oh, I think it's close to off stump, and you appeal, going, oh, it might be outside the line, or it might be sliding down, or that kind of stuff. That's that's a bit different for me, but that I'm sorry is is ridiculous. That's that's done, dusted, don't play for a very long time type of stage where you're trying. Can't. What do, with all of the um, the social media stuff that Ferrari, let's call it, that's going on surrounding this, what do we think the lawmakers of the game will make? Of it, do we think that had it not had they had it have been recognised by them, but not picked up on social media, do we think that the um, sanctions and, we, and we, to this point we're not sure what they are would have been the same? Do you think that they will now almost be forced into a position of doing something where maybe otherwise they may not have? Do we think that the punishment may be worse to make an example of him in this situation? I agree. I think it's, it's dreadful, but. I think a season ban's probably a bit harsh, um, but I do I do think that, that there needs to be some kind of serious um, sanction to go along to go alongside this. Huge, or Robert? You... Yeah, I, I was just looking trying to see you know how early in the game I was trying to see the impact of that stumping in the game, and, and look, it didn't really have much of an impact, and I know you shouldn't look at that, but you know. <sighs> What are what are the sanctions that you can give? I mean, what are the laws today? Is it a five-run penalty? Do we call him back? Is it you know? Because remember, remember the whole thing with Steve Smith and Mar and um, sorry, not Marnus, but uh, David Warner and 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 the and the Sandpaper crew. By the laws of the game, it was a five-run penalty. That's all. Yeah, and Australia, and the one-match one ban, won it? Yeah, fucking hell, I've got to get. Ah, sorry. <laughs> Cricket, yeah, Cricket Australia are the ones that actually banned them for the year, not the not yeah. not the ICC or anything like that. So, has he done anything wrong in the laws of the game? Yes, he has. What what should the sanction be, or will there be more? I mean, I don't know if it's, is it covered in it, because the laws of the game will only cover it as being not out. Yeah, I actually don't know it. Yeah, it's where it's then. I don't know if there's a law about deliberate deception. Uh, he's not interfering with the pitch. He he he's appealed. And it's been given out. Mm. Like, I, I just, I don't know. There may be something in the laws of the game. I'm no, by no means an expert. And so there may be something that covers that. But whether whether it's then retrospective, what they can, I, I, I have no idea. But for me, I, that's something where, again, bearing in mind, this is the highest standard of cricket you can play in this country. But uh, on that kind of basis, but, and, and for that to happen in the first game is, I just think someone needs to, 
Now, I'm not saying the guy, a, a season ban is just a comment. Like for me, that stuff like that should be a significant ban because you want to stop people doing it. I think he's a bit of an idiot for doing it when he knows that all county cricket games are now being published on YouTube. Like, but there's something needs to be done to, to nip that in the bud sharpish because that is a is an infectious thing that could work its way through cricket. Yeah, I know that there's been deception and stuff for years within the game, but I, I, for me, that's just a that that's a it's, it, it's, it's there. Yeah. It's up there with the Australians that got away with not knowing that they were using sandpaper on it. That, <laughs> not knowing, yeah. Just got those brown because stuff why, why has Mitchell Stark gone from being Wazzy Makram to Alan Mulally? <laughs> right? it's, it's unbelievable, but it's 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 up there with that yeah. type of stuff. Watch, and, and, and if anything, worse. Yeah, watch this space. Who knows what's going to happen over the next week, and I'm sure yeah. that we will cover this next week when we... Uh, when we're talking about, I'm, I'll put it this way: I'm, I'm going to do some re research on the laws between now and next week. So, um, you know, figure out what's going on. The, the irritating thing is that people in people in those games are now talking about that rather than the fact that a young English spinner has got six wickets in the fixture in April. We've, we've been we've been talking about what we got to do to produce spinners. We play cricket in in non-spinning conditions, but Mason Crane's going to got six wickets in that game. Uh, Jack Leach got. Three for in the second dig, I think. You're talking. There's some, there's some spinners that have actually done well, despite the fact we've been playing in snow. So I think that's looking at that, and you and we talk about the scores and the fact that they suggest that the wickets aren't absolute green mambas. I mean, Darren Stevens did get seventy. Uh, I don't know if he got many wickets. So at the age of four thirty-eight, he did quite well. Um. But yeah, it, for me, it's just sad that, that a game like that where Hampshire have obviously played really well, and, and like you say, they're massively in front of the eight ball. Why? Why do you have to do that? Like you, you, you're four hundred yeah. in going into a second dig. Like you don't, you don't need to do that. I think, yeah, I think you're right. But good to good to finish with something positive. And I think, yeah, we we have been talking about English spinners and the the championship and and whatever. Obviously, we spoke to Tom Smith about it as a spinner himself and. Um, how conditions don't necessarily lend themselves to the art of spin bowling, considering when the county championship fixtures are historically played. But yeah, good to see some English spinners doing all right. I think that um, I was talking to um, Joe Leach and Ricky Vessels, obviously two of the Woodstock pros, about the pitch at Essex, and they were saying it was incredibly dry. Um, obviously, Simon Harmer down there, he said nothing in it for the seamers. Uh, and they expected it to be very dry, and Simon Harmer to uh, to then basically boss the game. But Worcester obviously uh, did really well and, and came away with the draw. So uh, you know, there's obviously groundsmen have been putting a, a huge amount of work in. Uh, Ricky got fifty up as well, didn't he? Yeah, fifty-four. Yeah. Um, so and uh, Leachy got Alistair Cookout, Sir Alistair Cookout, uh, in the second dig, the one wicket the uh, Essex lost. So, uh, but yeah, great to see some English spinners doing pretty well in in early season. Long may that continue. Uh, I, I think hopefully the ECB have kind of set up and taken notice and long they, may that continue that uh, they try to bring English spinners more into into the county championship set up. Nailed it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, gentlemen, thank you uh, once and uh, again, as always, for, for your company this evening. Um, any thoughts on anything that we've said? Any thoughts on uh, that you guys have got on the, the wicket-keeping situation? Um, uh, tweeters, uh, Instagrammers, Facebookers, um, anything else's, 
Don't forget to subscribe. Uh, don't forget to leave five-star reviews. They're the only ones we're interested in. And, um, yeah, a great interview uh, to come. will be coming out this Thursday with ex-Kent Hampshire um, wicketkeeper batsman Adam Rouse. Uh, we had a great time chatting to him a couple of weeks ago, so that's one very much to look forward to. Um, but, yeah, until this time next week from uh, last week. Podcast Network.